Hi, well created and welcome to lesson one of week nine. So before we dive into goal setting uh, this process, let's look at something that you're going to encounter and that can and will throw you off track unless you become uh, aware of this. And this is what I call resistors. So I'm going to start directly with uh, action step number one. What's the first reaction when someone tells you that he or she will turn an investment of, let's say, a dollar into more than a million dollars in less than five years. Now, to put this into perspective, if you have 15 million rands today in South Africa, this is at the current exchange rate, you'll be in the top 0.16% in the world when, when you measure that against uh, your standard of living or the world standard of living. Right. And uh, if you've got a million dollars and you stay in the USA, you will be in the top 0.56% of the world when you measure your standard of living. This is the standard of living index. And all of this in just five years. Now, by the way, this means it is better to, to have a million dollars and stay in South Africa or a country like South Africa. Uh, for example, in my case, I'm looking at Panama. I've, I've got a residency there as well where your standard of living will be 250 better than having a million and you stay in the USA. And that's one of the main reasons why I invest in Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is the reserve currency of cryptos and the dollar is the reserve currency of the uh, cryptocurrency market. Right. So the action step number one, here it is again. What is your first reaction when someone says to you, that he or she can take a dollar, turn it into one million dollars in less than five years. Uh, please share that with us and then I'm going to see you in part two. So this is what I've done in one of my challenges in 2005. So in two years and three months, I turned 79 cents investment into more than 10 million rands. Now, if you take the inflation at 5.7% and you convert that into today's value, then that question, if we can rephrase it, will be, can you invest only 12 American cents, right, into $1.5 million in less than five years? So what's your reaction or what was your reaction? Is it, uh, it's impossible or, yeah, I'm honest, maybe you can do it, but I can't. Uh, so when I ask the question, what is your answer? Did your habit conditioned mind automatically says it's for, okay for him to say that? But I definitely it's not for me or no ways or well, I can't do it or it's impossible. Uh, did your mind come up with other reasons, right? Why you can't do it or why it can't be done? Or perhaps did your mind just go go blank? So here's your action step for 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 this uh, a part of the lesson. If I say to you and ask you the question, can you turn less than $1 into $1.5 in less than five years. Okay, so now the question is not, can someone else do it? Now the question is, can you do it? Can I do it? Right? And then share that with us, and then I'll see you in part three. Now, I think there's a strong possibility that you reacted in one of these ways. You know where it's impossible, I can't do it, or how, 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 how do you do that? Right? I know this simply because I've asked so many people this question in workshops before. As long as I say that I can do it, um, they are to a certain extent fine. 
But the moment that I ask them if they can do it, I see almost like a, a bewildered expression on their faces. Uh, now, the reason why most people react in this way is because of self-limitation. They reject the wealth which could have been theirs because of their self-limitation. Now, let's track a little bit back. We are currently where we are with everything that we've got because at the moment this is a perfect reflection of our past thoughts, our past actions and our past self-limitations. Right. So self-limitations, this that we've got is direct result of that. So this self-limitation is the result of conditioning of society on us in the 10 environments. And last week we touched on the educational uh, system, how that is uh, conditioning us. Now, believe it or not, the financial system is doing exactly the same thing. But I think that they are even doing a better job. So we unconsciously absorb all their attitudes towards wealth. And then we start believing that. Things like, I can't do it. Or it's people with exceptional drive. Or it's people that has got certain abilities. Or it's people that are uh, money-orientated. Or uh, in my little world, that can never happen. Or it's best left, uh, say for example, for the experts. And all these self-imposed limitations then becomes what I call wealth resistors. We don't even know that we're doing it. But the results are extremely powerful. And this is the reason why the majority of people, not only in South Africa, but in the world, stays poor. These resistors, these self-limitations, shape our lives and we don't even know it. And that's why self-awareness is so is, is critical. It's crucial that we become aware and that we've got this ability to look at ourselves and what we think and what we do and why we do stuff. And that's why uh, getting to know yourself better is, is, is a crucial aspect of becoming a wealth creator. So how on earth do we overcome resistors? Well, we can't overcome them unless we become aware of them. And one of the most effective ways to overcome self-imposed resistors is a technique that I've developed called power morphing. Now, power morphing is a scientific process, not only to set the goal, but one of the main functions of the power morphing process is to identify self-imposed resistors that you have unconsciously and unintentionally created. Right, remember, before the age of seven, majority of those uh, self-imposed limitations, those meta-programs, they all run. Uh, and then we, we, we use the reticular activated system this, uh, to distort, delete and generalize information to line up with this limited beliefs that we've got. So it is to, first of all, to identify those resistors and then, of course, to reprogram. That's the function of power morphing, the subconscious mind for unlimited success in any area of our lives. Now, there are different forms of resistors, uh, but uh, they all tell you and sh will show up in terms of how you experience, you know, um, life. So there are more than one uh, way of, of discovering that. Your subconscious mind communicates with you through thoughts, ideas and feelings. So the feelings can be either emotional feelings or bodily feelings. And I've seen that all emotional feelings, if you really zoom into that, uh, is going to be expressed somewhere in the body. You know, you'll, you'll feel why you feel that specific 
emotion, if it's a negative or even a, a great emotion. So what we need to do is to listen to them, pay attention, become aware of them. And immediately when that resistor comes up, we need to take action and address that resistor immediately by following the resistor removal process. Now, in later lessons, we're going to actually go through the process so that we discover that. But it is crucial that we act on that immediately. Now, in the beginning, when you have to learn it, it's going to feel like a, like a, a, a you know, a, a process that's going to take a lot of time and effort. And in the beginning, it is like any skill that you're going to learn. It's going to take time and effort to master this. But I promise you this, the moment that you've mastered this, you can re move resistors, the most stubborn resistor that you can ever have in 10 to 20 seconds. It's really that fast. Or maybe a minute if you're really struggling with that. Okay, so by knowing how to identify that resistor, then you can deal with it via the resistor emotional uh, removal process. Okay, so for now, I think all you have to remember is this, that you can choose to let these resistors control your life or you can take control of your own life because it's your choice and it's your choice alone. It is important to notice that you can also get resistors from the outside. Okay, and these type of resistors are normally hidden and can come from your friends and family. So people that you are very well acquainted with, they can activate the resistor feeling or thought or even so a seed for that resistor to grow. So please be careful for these people. Now, of course, uh, I call them energy vampires, but if it's your family, uh, don't call them that, okay? So why do I tell you this? Because in the beginning, I do not want you to share your power goals with them. You know, this power goal is like a seed. You've just, just planted it, or the moment that you've planted it. If someone's going to uproot that, that seed will never grow. And this is what happens with power goals. So in the beginning, what I want you to do is to, to protect yourself and to protect that. Of course, if you're very close with your spouse and you are working towards the same goal, then use that power goal. But if there's a tension between you and your spouse, especially when it comes to finances and stuff like that, be very careful not to share this, at least not till you know the process and you've handled that process and you've already succeed. So the reason again that I'm saying this is these people will actually try to protect you. That's, that's what they think. But that power that they've got is they're going to build additional resistors and unconsciously they're going to do everything in their power for you not to achieve your power goal. There's another reason for this. And um, you know People do not want to grow. We all say that we want to change, but it's not really true. Because the moment that you start getting out of this rat race and they see there you're going, that means that they have to face their own, but why don't I grow? Because at the moment they see you as equal. But the moment that you start moving upwards and you start becoming the best, it means that they're not putting in the time and the effort and taking the responsibility to become the best that they can be. And I think that is one of the main reasons why, why a lot of people will try to do everything in their power, especially in the beginning, so that you do not achieve your goal. So 
Basically, to summarize, unless you can identify a resistor, you can't deal with it. And that resistor, if you do not deal with it, is what is keeping you from achieving your full potential. And that is to become the best you that you can be. So familiarity is the enemy. And it's important to know that sometimes it's difficult to identify uh, some or even most of these resistors simply because they are familiar. So it's that good feeling, that typical class three experience. And it's because you've been uh, practicing these class three experiences uh, so long, especially in the financial field, but also with relation and also in all other areas of your environments. Okay, so I think this is enough for this lesson. Um, in the next lesson, I'm going to explain the, the relation uh, or the link between negative attractor fields, you already know them, and then resistors. But there's a action step that you have to take. And that is, uh, if we take part one, two, and three, um, what is your biggest breakthroughs from these lessons? Share that with us, and then I'll see you in lesson two. Love you. Hi, Wealth Creator, and welcome to lesson two of week nine. So, is there a link between the attractor fields and resistors, and what and why do we want to, to bring the two of them together? Now, I'm talking about the positive as well as the negative attractor fields. Let's perhaps start with the negative attractor fields, because that's going to explain this uh, best. You see, when energy flows, it's and there's nothing in its path, then the end result of that energy will be the same as the starting point. But the moment that there's a blockage in it, guess what's going to happen? It's going to weaken. Okay? So the weaker it is, the more negative the energy is going to be. That's it. So the more resistors are in the path that the energy should normally flow in, the more uh, negative that energy is going to be or the weaker that energy is going to be. So the way to identify negative energy is the way that you experience certain experiences in life. Right, so if we go back to the map of consciousness, we're going to find that the energy is most dense. In other words, there's most blockages when it comes to the lower energy levels like shame and blame and guilt. And the higher you start moving up, the less blockages there are. For example, regret and fear will have less blockages than guilt and blame. But then as you move up from uh, fear to anxiety, to hate, to, to desire, anger and to pride, that simply means that in pride there's less blockages than, for example, in anxiety. And in anxiety there's more less blockages than, as an example, in blame. So in short, if you feel anything other than inner happiness, then I can guarantee you that somewhere down the line you're encountering a resistor. Now, in the Power Morphing course, when I ask my students, they have to do certain things. There's a process and you're going to go through this process. Okay? So, there are certain common resistors that I've experienced from them. And I capture them and I'd like to share that with you. So, one of the, or I'm going to give you a lot, 
But it seems to me that the, the common denominator is that people feel that they're not good enough. And therefore, whatever they get, that's better than nothing. In other words, I'll settle for second or third or fourth place. The problem that we're sitting here in life is that by now you should know that we never compare ourselves and never should compare ourselves to other people because uh, it's not, this is not why we're here on earth. Our job is to become the best that we can be. So the moment that there's a resistor that says I'm not good enough or I'll settle for second best, how can you settle for second best when there's only one competitor and that is you? It's only you, it's my function to become the best me that I can be. It's your function to become the best you that you can be. And you can be the best and I can be the best. And this is the beauty about this whole process. Other feelings or resistors that I'm experiencing in the way that people talk is, I'm not clever enough, I'm not good enough, I don't have uh, what it takes, I can't have what I'm after, uh, it's going to take too much effort and, and work. Uh, those are resistors. I can't ha have everything that I ask for. And uh, this is true because that is why you need to decide, is this my power goal? And if that's a power goal, that is what you can have. So when you start with a power goal, then to come back and say, yeah, but I can't have everything, that simply means there's going to be a resistor. Uh, there's also the moment that you that you feel unable to make success, uh, this imaginary experience that we're going to go through in the power morphic. And you have to make that, that image uh, 10 out of 10. People come to me and say, yeah, but I don't even see the damn uh, image, you know. Or I can't make it to get to a 10. Or I just can't see myself being truly successful. Or I feel uh, the 10 that I've set for this imaginary experience is unrealistic. Or I feel achieving the power goal is unrealistic. Or I can't do it. Or it's impossible. Or no one can really achieve success. It's always something better, always that striving, or I do not really want this anyway, or uh, it may work for them, but not for me, or you know, it's too easy, I'm wasting my time. I remember in a workshop, in a business workshop, a person attended and I said, okay, the, 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 the creation part is actually very simple. It's from zero to one. If, if you've got nothing and you can create out of nothing, one rand or one dollar or one euro, that is more than enough because that is where the explosion happens. That's, that's the explosive growth. That is infinite growth. And then the moment that that happens and you've got that skill, then you have to move on to the next one. And that is, how do I get the one to become 10? And this person interrupted me and he said, this is not the reason why he joined. He wanted to make millions. And I said, but if you don't know how to take zero to one and one to 10, you'll never have the millions. He said, yeah, but that's what I signed up for. I said, no, but you have to go through the process. Life is a process. So immediately those resistors that's within him started coming out. People say, it's not going to work for me. I might just as well give up because I'm not prepared to go through that process. You know, this is not for me. My goals does not interest me anymore. And I find that quite often, if you start mon monitoring people, then after a while they say, yeah, uh, I've, I've lost interest. This is, not, this is not who I am and this is not what I want. Or uh, people say to me, honest, but it does not make sense. Why should I find out more about this topic if it simply does not make sense? Or I'm confused. You know, what's fascinating to me is that I, 
people say, uh, but I don't know how it works. And then you say, okay, this is step one. And then it's step two. And then it's step three. And then they ignore the instructions, but they keep on saying, but I'm confused. And because I'm confused, I don't want to take the first step. This is why I'm giving you steps, action steps. Each and every time at the end of the lesson, there's an action step. It's so that we do not get into that confusion. And yet, there's already people that say, yeah, but where are we going with this? I'm confused. Just follow the steps and just do the assignment. Because the people that says I'm confused are the people that is not taking the steps. Okay, so... Um, uh, people will come to me and say, but I do not understand how this will benefit me. Or um, something that I had several times is when we start with the subconscious mind, working with the subconscious, that programming. People say, yeah, but I'm not interested or I'm falling asleep. Uh, like I've said, I'm overwhelmed and so forth. There's also other ways to experience a resistance. Now, why do I mention this to you? Because I'm referring to the power morphing the actual workshop where we're busy going through a process. But I promise you, it's not only there that the same thing happens. You're going to find that this happens in any course that you may be doing. It's happening in life. That is the self-talk that I've... And the self-talk is a reflection that there's a resistor. And we need to become aware of how we talk and how we think and what, how we behave and how we act and what we do. Because otherwise, we're not going to change that. And if we do not change that, we will never get to our power goal. We will never make this life a beautiful life. And this is the reason why I'm mentioning. So as I'm going through this list, I want you to start thinking. So, okay, but is there somewhere in my life where I feel this or that I've used this excuse? Right. Sometimes your friends can stand in your way of feeling fully confident about achieving your goal, where they want to break you down. We've discussed this in the previous lesson. You know, anything that stands in your way of practicing the different power morphing processes uh, or meditation or auto-suggestion techniques, because you have to practice it. It's, it's, nothing is normal. Uh, I, I say to my, to my students, you do not get a normal uh, a, 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 a person that is born to be a successful entrepreneur or investor, you have to learn the skills. The same with the memetics. It is something that we have to learn. Actually, we have to unlearn the nonsense that was programmed before we took control. So anything that makes you feel anything less than a totally happy or totally enthusiastic about your power goal or fully successful or fully excited or fully passionate about achieving, uh, you know, these power goals and living the the life that you should by becoming the best that you can be. These are resistors. And the quickest way to look at this and to understand this, for me at least, is to look at the map of consciousness. That's a very, very quick way to determine what, what negative influences or feelings do I experience. Or when I work on something, where does this come from? Because then I can start to, to have a look at it. But you know, there's the opposite of that as well. And that is the positive uh, attractive fields. And let's tackle this one in the next part of this, uh, this lesson. So when we look at the negative attractive field, it means there's a lot of blockages. But do you know that there's blockages in the energetic levels when it comes to the positive attractive fields as well? And that's why we've got the four classes of experience. On a class one experience, you're going to find that there's very, very little uh, resistors. 
on a class 2 experience a little bit more existors resistors on a class 3 experience a little bit more resistors and we refer that to the previous lesson as well lesson 4 serious resistors okay so even in the positive uh, attractive field we're going to find that now if you've got a more positive flow of energy you're not going to have as many resistors in its way and i think this is a way that we our creator created this because if we do stuff that is in the class one or two experience our chemicals in our body and in our brain that the brain secretes is going to be nice chemicals and that's going to show us that we're on the right way and the reason why we've got these chemicals is to have more energy and to show us that we're on the right track because we can feel that this energy is positive energy and that there's not a lot of resistors so the higher on the map of consciousness the less resistors the way to identify the positive energy flow is when you experience, let's go back to the map of consciousness, you know, trust, excitement, passion, enthusiasm. So enthusiasm has got less resistors, as an example, than passion. And passion has got uh, less resistors than trust. But a meaning has got less resistors than acceptance and enlightenment and bliss and peace has basically got no resistors. So... Our goal here on earth is to be happy and to glorify our creator, to glorify God. Uh, at least that's the way that I see it. So if you break down everything that we do here on earth, then we're going to find that we do stuff in order to be happy. So happiness to me is a measurement or a, a, a thing that I can measure. So the smallest common denominator to measure this is happiness for me. And that's why I focus on happiness as an example in the previous lesson. So unless you experience true happiness, then you can use the power morphing program to reprogram that autopilot because that's the only thing. All these resistors are actually blockages, thought blockages, emotional blockages. So the moment that we can reprogram this, then we're going to have a blissful, happy life and we're going to live the life that God intended us for for us to live here on earth in other words to become the best that we can be now here's the thing we are free moral agents that simply means that the choice is ours so how can we empower ourselves and i think this is a major major breakthrough that i've made and hopefully that the world will make someday it is simply by understanding that if anything is happening to me it's by my making now, I know there's going to be a ton of resistors with a lot of people that's immediately going to attack this little statement. But really think about it. If you're a free mortal agent, isn't that your gift? Isn't that you, you can make the choice? And simply by understanding that, that you create that that you've got. You've created, I've created everything up to this moment. And this is why my weight that I am at, at this stage, was created by myself right my finances was created by myself this room was created by myself my marriage is created by myself my relationship with my children created by myself the way that i am right now is my making i think this is the greatest empowerment that you can have so when you understand that my life is my making whatever happened till now doesn't really matter anymore why because how you will make today, that's going to lay the foundation of who you will become tomorrow. It's no good to try to mess you up and say, I should have done that and that was wrong. And why, why do you want to 
to mess yourself up for something that has happened. You've got a new understanding and a new way of thinking. Let that be. Start now, right now, at this very moment and say, okay, but I'm taking control. So if you clearly know that 100% of my life is my making, here's my question. How will you make the next moment? And then, how will you make tomorrow? And then, how will you make your future? So I'm sure that you're going to say, to be honest, if that is really, really the case, I'm going to make my future the most beautiful way that I can, isn't that? So when you truly understand this, my friend, there cannot be any suffering anymore. There will not be any suffering because you are suffering your memory and your imagination. That's all. Think about it. The past is your, your memory. Your imagination is something that hasn't happened. That's your future. That's what you are suffering. And the reason why this is because time is not the way that we think about it. So we do not understand time. I want you to play a game with me for a moment. I want you to close your eyes when I say close it. And then I want to, you to do something uh, irrespective of where you are. Okay, so play this game with me just for, just for the fun. Okay, so close your eyes. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to take your right hand with your index finger or your finger and point to where you perceive your future to be. Okay, now I want you to point at the past. Now, point to the present. Now, open your eyes. Okay, so most people, when I ask them to do this exercise, will close their eyes and then point, okay, that's the future, therefore this is there's the past and this is the now. Or there's the, the future, therefore that's the past, therefore it's now. So if we look at a, a little image, we can see that the present is here, there's the past, there's the future, depending on where you see it and how you experience it. But that's simply not the truth. If we really think about it, because the past, the present, and the future is always in the now. It's always in the now. That's why we need to become consciousness of living in the present moment in the now. Right. So why do I say that the, the past, the present, and the future is always in the now? Because you're suffering your memory and your imagination. The past is a memory. You, you cannot go back into the past and relive that memory of yours it is simply impossible you have to bring that memory from the past somewhere down the past and bring it into the now the same thing if you're going to suffer something that you imagine happening in the future you cannot that suffering does not and did not happen yet yet you are suffering it because you take something from the future you bring it back into the past and now suddenly you are suffering and that's why I say let go. And this is why it is so easy to let go of feelings and emotions and start living our lives. Because it's energy. Why do I say it's energy? Because your memory is just a thought. Your imagination is just a thought. It is nothing more, it's nothing less. And you can choose the feeling or the emotion that you want to add to that. Isn't that, isn't that what we, we've learned so far? So thoughts are just an energetic vibration, right? So you can collapse a thought in a split second, the moment that you are in control of your thoughts. This is what we need to do. We need to become the observer, observe what we think and what the feeling of that thinking is, 
and then we can decide because we can choose. We are free moral agents. So if you can control your thoughts, you can control your feelings. If you control your feelings, you control your actions. If you control your actions, you control your behaviors. If you control your behaviors, you control your results, my friend. And if you control your results, you control your destiny. And if that is the case, then I'm sure that you want to create today, tomorrow and the future in the most beautiful way possible. Isn't that? It's amazing how complicated we make things because of our intellect. The problem is our intellect stands between us and happiness because we literally want to make life more complicated. And it's not. It's there for the living. It's not there to, to live in the past and to live in the future. It is there to live now and to make now the best possible moment. And that's why I created the Perfect Day Challenge. Right, because you can make today perfect day. And if today is a perfect day and tomorrow is a perfect day, day and next week is a perfect day, we're going to create a perfect life. And we can do this. And that's what I want you to do. And how are you going to do it? Well, by taking action step number one for this lesson. And that is, what are your biggest breakthroughs from this lesson? Please share that with us. Okay, so in the next lesson, we'll start with the different classes of goals. And I can't wait to see you in lesson three. See you. Hi, Wealth Creator, and uh, are you ready for lesson three of week nine? Uh, we, today, we're going to start with the four different classes of goals and the way that I see it and why I call them the way that I call them. So in short, um, you get a vision or a dream. Uh, the second one is the power goal. So the dream is up there somewhere. And then there's the power goal. Uh, and then there's a goal and then there's a list. And the time frames attached to this or the way that I see it is that a dream is anything or a vision is anything from 10 to 20 to 30 years. This is your, your life vision, your life purpose. Okay, now that's going to change, by the way, because the way that we see it now is not the way that we're going to see it when we're at level six and sevens, uh, as an example. So that may change, but that is the dream. The problem with that dream is it's too far ahead. In other words, we need to, to get it uh, quicker and get more urgency, and therefore my power goals will never be more than three to five years. Five years, I'm stretching it, so that is... That is the maximum time, because otherwise I'm going to lose that, that drive, okay? And we'll, we'll get into that. A goal is something that I can achieve within one single year, right? And then, of course, lists, the fourth one, is whenever. It can be on a day-to-day -day basis. It can be something that I want, uh, maybe over the next year, two years, five years, or even 20 years. So anything, and, and you'll see how we're going to, to classify them. Okay, so a list is whenever. Uh, there's no specific time frame attached to that. Now, let me explain perhaps before we get into this, why I do it the way that I'm doing it. And by the way, I'm not saying that you should do it uh, this way. Uh, it's worked for me and I'm going to keep on doing it uh, this way. A financial freedom to me, that was, that was my dream. Okay, so when I started, I was, I was actually uh, in, 
in high school when I already decided that I want to become rich so that I could be free and so that I could do because I saw what my, my parents were doing and what their friends were doing. And that to me did not make sense that you have to work your whole life and be old. Now, of course, if you're 20, then 35, 40 becomes old. Okay. So, but at that stage to me, that was, you know, 50 was, was damn old. Right. So that was my, but that was actually more like a hope or a wish. Because even when I started in uh, 1982, at the age of 24, 25, I could not see that that would become a reality for me. And the more I learned about finances, the more that dream started to disappear until 1987. So in 1987, my dream became more like a reality to me. And that was when I discovered and developed the Property Pro Investment System because I could see that if I could maintain a 55% growth on a thousand rand investment those days, right? And maintain that for the next 10 years that I could be in a position to be financially free, right? So that dream then suddenly started to make, make sense and I could see that I could achieve it. And I think that is one of the things that a lot of people, uh, they, they, they've got a dream, but then that dream disappeared because the more they try, the less it becomes a reality. And the only thing for financial, I'm talking now financial, remember we can apply this to any dream that we may have relationships or spiritual or any dream. But financially, uh, unless you can measure it, you can't uh, manage it. Plus, you need to have that your investment growth rate must be bigger than your financial freedom growth rate. And as a financial planner, and I learned at that stage and wanted to become a financial planner, I could see that that would not happen, at least not within the 10 years, until 1987. Right. The next level. So that's that dream there, pie in the sky, that can or can't be a reality. As soon as I saw that that could become a reality, I set a goal for a four-year period. And that is what I call my power goal. So a power goal is three to five years. Now, why didn't I send it, set it directly to jump? You see, we need to understand that we are at certain levels, okay? In terms of our job, in terms of our finances, in terms of our spiritual growth, mental growth, uh, business. Um, and we have to take that into consideration. So, to me, it made sense at that stage to set a goal three to five years and that would be in alignment with my dream. Okay, so I thought by myself, if I could take like three major, major steps in order to get to my, 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 my dream. So if it's three years, three years, four years or four years, three years, three years, I would definitely be able to get to my dream. And that power goal is there to create or to start to create urgency. And your power goal is always going to be aligned or you have to set it up so that it's aligned and that it's in, in line with your, your dream, that dream that, you, that you've got. Okay, so uh, power goals are the steps. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see that my students are making, they want to turn their dream into a power goal. And instead of having that horizon, that 10-year or longer than five years. They want to do it in, in sometimes even in a year or two years. Okay, so just be careful for that. 
So my power goal in 1987, I knew that if I could stick to this thousand in that uh, property that I that I would get there. But I wanted s s more stuff. I wanted to have a, a, a better house, uh, a nicer house for my wife. I wanted to have nice cars like BMW 850s and, and uh, Discovery uh, 4x4s and, and stuff like that. And that was something separate. So I thought by myself, okay, so if I can achieve my power goal, and that means that I'm not going to touch this investment because I could see at that stage that the biggest mistake that people were making, they, they start getting the growth and then they take the growth out in order to supplement their standard of living or buy themselves a nice car. And then they, they try to fix that. And I knew that this, this container, this formula for riches, it had to stay intact. So I wanted to generate enough cash. Remember when I started in 87, my house was already paid. Uh, the house that I stayed in, my cars were already paid. And, and that was something that started in 1984. So uh, those power goals were there to make sure that I can satisfy these short-term needs, but at the same time that it would help me to stay on track with my long-term uh, need, and that was to become financially free. So my, my power goal at that stage was to become the court of the table, and I gave myself a four-year uh, time frame in order to do that. Well, of course, I wanted to do it quicker, but four years I felt that 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 on the level that I were uh, would be great. And then I would simply step it up to uh, top of the table, which is the top 1% of the top 1% in the world. Quarter of the table, top 1% in the world. Right. So I knew that if I could do that, then the next step, when, when I'm there, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to take it, you know, and try to skip steps. Uh, another thing that, that I can tell you is that goals are not set in stone. In other words, what I, what I mean with that, if you gain more competency and you can see that, flip, I can make that goal a reality sooner, then do it. But, but first go, go for the goal. Don't skip the, that, that step that you need to take. Remember, we need to transform. And I knew that there were certain skills that I had to, to master before I could start playing that game of top of the table. Now, be careful. I'm saying top of the table, quarter of the table, million dollar, uh, million dollar round table and stuff like that. Now, that's an accolade, but with the accolade is money. So in, in real life, it was actually the money, but the accolade was just uh, uh, like, a, like a bonus. Okay, let's call it bragging rights. Okay, now what is a goal? A goal is not longer than one year. And by the way, I always had only one power goal. Each and every time that I set a power goal, there's only one power goal. But goals is going to take, what is it that I can achieve within a year? Now, remember the function, our job here, is to transform our identities, right? So if you've just got one power goal, we need to make sure that we've got a basis. And that is where our goals comes into play. So the goals are one year. Uh, they are milestones to help us to grow as a person in order to become the person that can make the power goal come true. The power goal is there to help us in order to achieve our dream or our vision. Right. Now, if we really think about it, and I'm not saying you should do it, but yes, the thing. We are spiritual beings. We are mental beings. We are emotional beings and we are physical beings. 
So what I've done and what I'm still doing, I make sure that I've got a goal in each one of these four areas. Because if I can become better spiritually aligned with myself and with my Creator, that's going to help me to become the person that I want to be in order to achieve those power goals and my dream. The same if I can maintain my physical health, as an example. That's going to help me to be, uh, become that person that I want to be. So to me, those four at least, you can have more than, than, than four goals. But to me, I've made sure that at least there's always these four goals in, in my life. Something that I want to achieve. Right. And they are there to help me to become the person that can make the power goal come true. And then I've got a list. And then I've got lists. And list is anything that you want or that you need. And that's going to come on your list. Right. So the steps are there. The, the list is again there to help you to make, I can almost say, it nice to achieve your goal as well as to, to on a day-to-day -day basis to manage this to see if I'm on track and if I'm going to if I'm on track to achieve my goals right now a question that I'm getting before we really start and a mistake that I see that my students normally or sometimes make is the question how long will it take and that is going to depend on a lot of stuff but the major thing that I think it's going to depend on where you are right now. In other words, what level do you play in life? What level do you play in your business? If you've got a business or in your job? And what level are you financially uh, with cryptos, with property? Now, property and cryptos will take longer than if you are going for the business to take you to, let's say, financial freedom. But remember, these power goals, I'm referring to financial power goals. But it does not need to be a, a financial uh, goal at all, right? So your power goal is what's going to help you to become the best that you can be, right? To me, it was definitely financials because I wanted to be free and then uh, time freedom and then uh, choice freedom. And later on in life, I discovered there's something that we call uh, purpose freedom. And now I'm discovering there's something that we call inner freedom, okay? So um, that's the process. So it's going to depend on where you are. So if you're already at the level six, as an example, with financial freedom, then it's not going to be very difficult. If you're in a level one and you want to do 600 million in the next year or two, right? Uh, I think you are, you are out of, uh, you, you're going to play the wrong game because it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. And it's going to depend on you. It's not to say that it can't happen. But spiritually it can happen uh, if you're at the level 7. In other words, if you are a blizzard, then it can happen. But you first have to make that transformation. And on the first six levels spiritually, there's guidance that you, you, can, you can take your, your energetic level out. But from a level 6 to a level 7, uh, there, um, there's no guidance. That is when you leave the, the intellect this memory bank that you that you that you try to rely on right is when you leave that and you step into a new dimension or in another dimension then that that blizzard phase that is when you discover that everything is for free okay then it's going to be easy but um, I see very few of the people that I know 
that are on, uh, on this specific level. Right. The second thing that I think is important that's going to determine how long it's going to take is how much temps are you willing to put in? Uh, time, effort, mindsets and skills and even money uh, are you willing to put in? You know, if you are willing to put in five minutes per day and someone else is willing to put in five hours focused time per day, of course he or she will get there a lot sooner and achieve their power goals than yours, depending on what their power goals are. Uh, some power goals, uh, well, hopefully three to five years, but to their dream. And some people have got enormous dreams and others do not have such. So it's going to depend on the size of the dream as well, or, or even the power goal. The uh, third one is the flexibility and the willingness to learn. If you can see that something is not working, just because you said that this thing is going to work, don't stick with that. You know, be flexible. Try something else. Uh, and then, of course, you must be willing to learn. Now, willing to learn does not mean that you're going to do the same stuff. It means that you have to learn new skills. If you're not prepared to learn new skills, and this is one of the things that in 1987 I knew that if I wanted to play that game, I had to learn new skills. And I knew that a skill normally takes some time to, to learn and to internalize. It's not something that's just going to happen. Okay, so the, the next one uh, is your desire. In other words, if, if you really, truly and honestly want it, then you will be flexible, you will learn, you will put in the time and, you know, um, you will do everything that you need to do in order to get there. And uh, then it's easy. So desire is going and we're going to see with intent. Intent and desire basically is the same thing. Right. And then uh, the last one, uh, I think, is maybe it can come as a surprise. Those of you that know me for quite some time uh, will know that my definition of success is the ability to bear pain. Right. So the question is, how much pain are you prepared to take? Right. Because uh, that's my raw definition, because I've never seen a successful person in any area of these uh, environments that that did not put in more than the normal, the average person, if we can call people average. Right. So uh, that is basically before we really start with this. Now. Let's start with this process and let's take our first action step. So what I want you to do is to go to the 10 environments, actually the 9 environments, you can exclude the memetics. The memetics, uh, well, maybe you can, you can include that as the mental uh, part of this. And take every one of these environments and simply list everything that you would need or want in that specific environment. Now, the way that I, that I want you to do it is not to hold back anything. At this stage, where we are right now, there's no limitation. We assume that money is no problem. We assume that you've got all the skills. We assume that everything is, is there. So every single thing that you will need or want, I want you to, to list them. If you can categorize them, that's going to be great in these in different environments. But it's not to say that you should do even that because you may find that something may come up in three different uh, environments. And, and that is perfect. All, all we have to do is to start getting that out. So I will take a, a, a piece of paper, uh, maybe a, a book uh, or maybe a word a document and start as the ideas come up and say, OK, uh, in terms of uh, physically, what do I want? What do I need? Right. And then go to the spiritually. What do I want? What do I need? And 
then maybe if you've got the time, what qualities do I need in order to make this uh, a reality? Just, just start playing around, okay? So what kind of a person or what skills do I need or what, in what emotional state do I need to be or what, how must I be able to handle my emotions or my feelings in order to get this that I want or this that I need? Right, so uh, that's that for, for this for today. So uh, please put in the time and do that and, and share that with us if you want to. You don't have to, to do it, but uh, the different areas. And I can promise you because this is going to form the basis of getting to goals and then to power goals. Right, so uh, I'll see you then in lesson four. And please, please, please take this action step. It's really going to benefit you. See you. So welcome, Wealth Creator, to lesson four of week nine. And now we're going to go into our list. We want to turn the list into goals and the goals into power goals. Uh, so this whole process. And uh, this is the way that we're going to do it. So the first question that I'd like to ask you is, what's the difference between a list, a goal and a power goal? I think it's got to do with what I call a rating. So let's go and have a look at the difficulty ratio. A goal's difficulty ratio is between a 4 and a 10. And a power goal is always a 10. So desirability, exactly the same thing. The desirability of a power goal will always be a 10 out of 10. But the desirability of a goal can be anything from a 6 to a 10. Okay, so that's the main difference. Okay, so the third biggest difference between the two is that a power goal, you do not need to know how you're going to achieve it. And let's face it, no one knows what's going to happen in a year, two years, three years from now on. So um, the, the, the desirability must be there and the difficulty ratio must be there, but you don't need to know how to do it. The fourth thing, you do not need to have a strategy in place. Again, we don't know what's going to happen in three or four years from now on. And for that reason, we don't need a strategy. But for a goal, we need to have a plan. We need to have a strategy, or at least we need to know uh, what we're going to do to start the process. And then uh, power goals are so powerful that they will direct and attract your power goals to you. You'll see how this is possible when we're going to discuss the, the, the power goals. So you attract the fields, that, that we've done in previous lessons. This is going to start coming into play. The trick then is to get the power goals at a 10-10. But there's a small hiccup because your goal can also be a 10 out of 10. So what's the difference? Well, the time frame. So if it's within a year or shorter, that can become a goal. If it's longer than three years, that's going to become a power goal. So we need to, to factor that into consideration. So how are we going to turn the, the list into goals and the goals into power goals? Very simple. Here's the process. The difficulty ratio for a goal is anything from a 4 to a 10. And the desirability from a 6 to a 10. So anything that does not fall into that category will automatically be a list. But if it's a 10 out of 10, it's got the potential to become a power goal depending on the term. What's the process of turning the list into goal? First of all, once you've completed this list, I call that a mind dump. And this is what you've already done. So you've taken all, everything that you want, everything that you need, and you started, and hopefully you started to categorize that 
uh, as well. This is where we are right now. So that's the framework that we're going to use to carry on. You then take the list and look at the 10 environments in your life. Hopefully, maybe you've already started. If you haven't done it, no problem because we're going to categorize them now. Then slot each need or desire into the right category. In other words, in the spiritual or the physical or wherever. Right? Then take each category, for example, financial, and list everything that you need or want and the qualities you must develop in order to reach your goal. That falls within the section. The next step, then you need to organize those listed items in a way that makes sense to you, which we're going to constantly refer to afterwards. In other words, for basically for the rest of your life. I've still got my list that I've drawn up uh, way back to 87, 88. This then is going to be the outline for the goal setting. And remember, the desirability should be between 6 and 10, at least higher, 6 or higher, and the difficulty ratio be between a 4 and a 10. And this is how we're going to start. Now, I'm going to try to make it easy for you. I've prepared like an Excel spreadsheet, and I want us to go through the spreadsheet then in the next part of this lesson. Okay, so let's quickly have a look <coughs> at how we're going to use this. As you can see here, there are certain tabs, uh, the body, the self, the spiritual, the relation, network, the 10 environment. So what I want you to do is to take this dump, this mind dump that you've got and start to try. Now, don't worry if there's three or four categories that the same thing is going to fall in. It, it's at this stage, don't worry about that, All right? So that is going to be uh, list one, list two, list three, and it's just randomly. But then what I want you to do is to take the first one that you've got on your list and say, okay, how long is it going to take in order to achieve this goal or power goal? How long, what's the time that you allocate in order to have that thing? Uh, taking into consideration your level that you're at at the moment. Then your desirability rating. In other words, do you really want it on a scale of 1 to 10 where 1 is, I don't really want this. It would be nice to have it, but I don't care. A 10 out of 10 is, I'll do everything in my power to make this a reality, right? Then we're going to do the difficulty ratio. In other words, yes, it, it's very important that you take into consideration this, the level that you're at. So the desirability has got nothing to do with the level. That's the dream. It can be a dream. But the difficulty ratio is now taking the time span that you set, that time limit, we call it the end point date, right? How difficult is it going to be to achieve this goal that you've set or this list? Because we are busy changing this into a goal or a list, right? How difficult is it going to be on a 1 to a 10? And then what you do is you're going to say, okay, but is this a list? A goal or a power goal so if it's a list you're going to just say it's a list right and then anything that comes up it's almost like you're taking notes what qualities do I need or what skills do I need or what emotional state do I need to be in in order for me to make this thing a reality once we've done that let's quickly have a look here and we say this one uh, I've just randomly filled in something we say the first one is going to within a year. Now, if it's short, shorter than a year, just make it a year. Okay, so the difficulty ratio three for that one, the difficulty ratio is a two. Now, at this stage, you'll see that I did not fill in if it's a list, a goal or a power goal. Once you've gone through this, there's a very, very easy way if you use Excel. Otherwise, 
uh, you'll have to do it manually. It's going to take a little bit more time. I'm going to do a short on this. And I'm always going to short on my desirability first, then on my difficulty, and then on my years. So let me show you how I'm going to do this. So I'm going to say, okay, I want to sort all of these fields. I'm going to go to data, to sort, right? I'll take that one out. We're going to add a new level. The first thing that I want to sort, remember we said desirability rating, and I want to have the one with the highest desirability, in other words, from largest to smallest. I want to add a second sort. That then means I'm going to sort on my difficulty rating. And again, I want from the largest to the smallest. I'll add another one. And this time I'm going to sort by years. And again, I want from the largest to the smallest. Right. And then we say, okay. And there we've got it. So we see that my list number 10 in this case, says in 12 years time, the desirability rating, this is what we want from high to low, is 10, and the difficulty ratio is 10. And then we see there's another one, desirability 10, 9, 10, 8. Right, now let's go back and let's have a look, first of all, to see which ones are the lists, because they are nice to have and nice to know about, but I'm not going to work with them. So let's quickly see. Remember the criteria? 60% in terms of desirability or higher and a 4 or higher in terms of difficulty. So the first criteria is 6. So anything under 6, we can immediately say that's going to be a list. So this portion there, without even thinking further, we can maybe make it another color, make it yellow. Right? So that is going to be my list before we do. And there I'm going to just say list 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 <laughs> list and right I, I think you, you you're getting the idea but now remember a six four in other words higher than six and higher four and higher so that is going to become a goal so these two will also fall within the list so let's turn that into yellow as well so it's list and list there's my goal so everything there is a goal but the difference between a goal and a power goal or a potential power goal is that a potential power goal can must be a, a goal. A power goal must be a 10 out of 10, depending on the time. OK, so now we're going to these then all will be up to the 10s. Now, if it's a 10 out of 10, we can immediately see. But this is what we call a power goal or the potential power goal. So there's a, there's a power goal. But we see that the time frame is out. In other words, it's 10. We want to have it within three to five years. So we have to rewrite this. And I'm going to give you guidance on the rewriting as well. And then this one is a 10, but the difficulty ratio is 9. Maybe we can rewrite it. And then this one is um, a 10 and an 8. So these, uh, so these are all, to start off with, goals. So it's a goal, and then we simply take it off to a goal. And that then is a power goal. Now, the trick now is going to come in. We want something that we need to work towards to, to become that person in three to five years. Not necessarily our dream, 
the dream that uh, first one can be the dream. It's going to take us 12 years. We have to rewrite it so that we can achieve that portion within a three to a five year term. Right. So how can I rewrite that within three years? I will still have my desirability rating because that's not going to change. But my difficulty ratio uh, rating. Let me give you an example. Say, for example, I said that I wanted a million rands or a million dollars. Let's take a dollars per month. Right. But I'm going to give myself 12 years to get to that position. How can I bring it back to three years from now on? That's in line with that. But it's also going to be a 10 out of 10 in terms of difficulty. Right. So just by bringing the time period down nearer to us currently, we're going to find that. Okay. So what about in three years time? What about $600,000 per year? Can you see where I'm playing? And now you have to listen to your gut. In other words, what do you think is going to be extremely difficult, but it will still be possible in order to do that? So I'm going to change that one to a three and it stays 10, 10. And I'm going to make a note. My dream is 12 years, but in three years time to turn that into a potential power goal, that is going to be, and I'm going to include that in the notes, as well as what qualities, what and who must I be, and that sort of thing. Okay, so there's the, let's call it potential power goal at, at this stage. This list number 17, we see the desirability is a 10, but the difficulty ratio is a 9. Now, if I want to reframe it as a power goal, it's actually very simple, because all I'm going to do is to say, okay, but how can I do this in 10? So I'm going to say the end result stays the same, but I bring the timing down to say three years again. And at the moment that I do that, but I don't change the figures or the end result, it's going to be more difficult. And therefore it's going to change to a 10 out of 10. Can you see? In other words, I've got two potential power goals immediately. Let's take this one again. I can, it's three years. Now, what if I turn this and I bring this down to one year so that within a year from now on, I can achieve this? Then that difficulty ratio, I think that you'll agree, will also go up because what I plan to do in three years, now I want within a year to get the difficulty ratio. So you can see this is also a potential power goal. But this is also a goal because the term. So it can't be a power goal anymore. So we've got two ways from the future, bring it back, or we can extend it from now to the three years, because otherwise we're not going to compare apples with apples at the end of the day. And remember each and every time to, to say in the notes what you need to do or what is it that you are busy doing. In other words, the changes that you've made. Right. There we can see. Okay. That's the case. And now the list three, let's say that is five, five years from now on. So we can say, um, I don't know, let's, let's make it a year from now on. And we can see the difficulty ratios already there, the nine, uh, I will not change it, keep it at, at, at a five. Okay, and that's the way that you're going to do it. Now, once you've done this, we're going to go to the third part of this lesson, because we can see here that we are sitting with one, two, three potential power goals. But this can't be a power goal. This has to be a goal. So that's going to be a goal. 
and those two will be the power goals. Okay, so I'll see you then in the next lesson and then we'll continue with this. Now, we need to get a better understanding of what exactly is a power goal and what's the criteria. In other words, we need to build like a management system to see if something is going to qualify for a power goal or if it's just going to be a goal. But remember the time frame. So if it's three years or longer, it automatically falls into potential power goals. Otherwise, it's, we bring perhaps it a little bit shorter to fall into the goal category. Okay, so first of all, let's look at the power goal management process. Before we begin, we will take a goal and name it so that we know what is, and this is why that list, in other words, is there a shortcut that in, in a very short word or two, you know exactly what you are talking, because we're going to use this at the later stage in the power morphing process to start building our power, power goals, if it qualifies as a power goal, right? So you want to describe that goal a little bit deeper. I'm not going to waste my time with all these these um, potential lists or the lists, right? Uh, you don't have to waste your time. But if it's a 9 or an 8 or a 9 or a 10 and you want to do that, that's what you do. But if it's a 10, 10, definitely I will go through this process. Okay, so turn list into a goal with a power story. Follow this process, including... Now, this is not the process. This is the outline of the process so that you know how to frame it and to determine your power goals. So, write the power story to include as much of the following as possible. And you can already start doing that. What do you want to achieve with this goal? This is your why. Why do you want this, this goal or this power goal? What are the benefits? We'll, we'll get into that just now. What's the purpose behind this goal? One of the things that I can mention to you, when you start looking at your goals, first of all decide and say, is this for me or am I doing this to impress someone else? Anyone that you want to impress, take this off immediately. Okay, so you can just, hi, uh, let's go there. Let's say, for example, this one there, that list, that is not really for me. It's to impress my in-laws. Uh, as a simple example, I'll simply do something like that. And then I'll make a note to say, okay, this is not really what I want. This is to impress other people. Uh, we call that ROE, return on ego. So anything that has got to do with your ego is not going to benefit you. And it's not really going to drive you. Although you may think it's important, it's not going to make you necessarily a better person. Right, let's get back. Then we already turned the list into goals and potential power goals by asking the following questions. The first question, do I really want this? In other words, if you don't really want this, but your desirability, so just check your desirability again. Is that still, do you really want it? Yes or no. If you don't want it, you change the desirability because the desirability is going to show you how much you want it. You have to change that desirability and resort this whole thing. Is this in conflict with any of my other goals? So as you go through the different lists, you're going to see, okay, this thing is in conflict. Red or orange that and say, let's go there. Let's say that one may be in conflict and I'm going to make it another color so that I can remember and say it's in a conflict with, as an example, my body, right? Uh, this financial goal that I've got is in conflict with my body goal that I've got. Uh, just so that we can start getting on the same page. Next one. Can I get others around me on board without losing control? Extremely important. 
If you want to make a million dollars, right? But you are going to depend on others to help you in order to get to the million. You can take that out because it's not going. Or you have to rephrase it or rewrite it so that you can make it happen. Because you cannot, you are going to set yourself up in uh, 94, 95. In two of my businesses, I've set myself up for failure without knowing this. And I knew about Power Goals, but I ignored that one because I thought I was clever. You know, the intellect starts taking over and you think you know how to, to handle this. And both those businesses did not make it. Simply because I relied on other people. They did not perform the way that they promised me that they would perform. And guess what? I could not achieve my, my goals. Uh, by the way, that wasn't power goals. Those were just uh, goals. Especially in the beginning, you say, yeah, but I, I'm going to uh, link up or get into partnership with that person that already knows that. Uh, that is not a power goal. Not especially when you start off with. Don't go there. Next one. Is the goal story stated in a positive or rather a negative term? Now you can start checking. If you say, I must do something or I want to do something, then that is not stated in the right way. We get, we'll get into it, but immediately start catching you because if you say, I want to do it, you'll never do it simply because the universe is going to try to fulfill the want. And the want is, I can't have it. Okay. So the next one, is it expressed in detail or rather vague? So at, the, at this stage, it's still vague. But anything that you think that we, you can start adding, start adding this at this stage. And again, I would only do this for my very high goals and my potential power goals. I will not do this for the list or my high, uh, low from, um, say, lower than seven in terms of desirability. Uh, unless you've got only one or two uh, goals or power goals, then it's a different story. This question, is it realistic or should this become a power goal? Now, what I mean with this, is this realistic? Realistic based on your current level of expertise, that level that you're at. Where are you? So if this thing is impossible, rewrite it so that it stays a 10. It must not be under a 10 because otherwise it can't be a potential power goal. And a goal can also be a 10 out of 10 on, on condition that the term is less than or within a year that you can achieve that. What qualities do I need in order to achieve this goal? Now, if we go back to the Excel, these are this is where you're going to write that in. That is where the qualities, anything that you can come up or with the notes. What class of experience will achieving this goal or the process of achieving give me? So you're going to find that uh, it may be a one, two, or just a one, depending on what. Now, the moment that there's a three or a four, it means that you are going to dip into lower energy vibrations. That uh, map of consciousness, right? You don't want to go there. So you have to make sure that before you're going to put in the time and the effort that it's either class one or a two experience. And you know by now that class two experience will turn into a class one experience the moment that you achieve this goal. So when you achieve this goal, it should be a class one experience all the time because there's no ways to work towards something. And when you get there, you still feel uh, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't feel good, right? Then you can already start with this. We're going to use the same 
thing at a later stage, but we'll go into a lot more detail. This is just to prep. So the moment that anything jumps up, just shorthand, write it down, list the benefits. If you can think of any negative consequences or things, write it down. Set out your strategy. Uh, it's not necessary for a power goal or to do it in detail and keep it flexible. In other words, if you, if you think this is what I should do, start writing that down as well. But it's not necessarily that we'll go into that. Just anything that pops up that you think, yeah, maybe I'm going to forget this at the later stage. Uh, start getting this out. Plan out your problems. Uh, again, if you see there's a problem, what can I do uh, at this stage? For a power goal, it's not even necessary. Right. I relate my goals to my time frames and to my endpoint dates. Now, we've already said that. In other words, within a year, within three years. But now you can already start before or on that day. And you can go back to the Excel spreadsheet and either in the notes or in the uh, list, you can say this is the date that I want to do it. How will you know if you've achieved that goal? That is really important because that's going to be presenting a feeling. We'll get into that deeper. Create a workable master plan. And again, for a, for a power goal at this stage, not necessarily, but for a goal, you must at least have a, a plan because you've got a very small time frame, only a year. So within a year, and the difficulty ratio is going to be very high, like a, like a, a nine or a 10 out of uh, a 10, right? and create the belief system. And again, for a power goal, not necessarily, but how do you know that you will achieve that goal? And again, in the notes, just start writing them down. Okay, so let's get back to the Excel spreadsheet and I'll see you there in the next lesson. So now we sit with two potential power goals. Can you see them? There they are, right? It's a 10, 10, 10, 10. And the list from there onwards will actually be goals. So this is going to be a very high goal. This goal we know uh, you're doing to impress other people. So I'll delete that immediately because it's, it's not going to, why do you want to, it to, it's not going to help you to become the person that you want to be. What I want to do now is to start working on my power goals because we need to, to see where we're going to focus on. The way that I'm doing my power, this, by the way, is my process. Uh, this is a way that I'm doing it since 1987. I want to focus on one thing and in the process, try to get to all my list and all my goals at the same time. So if you can select the right power goal, the chances are that you'll fulfill a lot of the other goals automatically. It's, it's incredible. I want to keep focus on just one thing. And anything that's a goal must help me to keep focus and maintain my focus on that that I want to achieve in my power goal. Because the worst thing that we can do is to scatter our focus. Because the formula says my intent equals my focus. And I need to focus on doing those things that's going to help me to get to my power goal. Now remember, remember... My power goal is not necessarily my dream. So if you can't do something within three years, you've put it in the notes and you said, listen, this is from 12 years back to three years. And therefore the amount or the time frame is shorter, right? But it's still a 10 out of 10. So as soon as you achieve this, you're going to re come back to this list and to this spreadsheet and you say, okay, What's the next step that I can take? 
from me, it was from uh, quarter of the table to go to top of the table, from top of the table to get to financial freedom. Financial freedom was a 12-year story. Now, eventually it turned out to be a seven-year story, simply because a lot of other things that I didn't know when I started off fall into place, and I achieved quarter of the table quicker and top of the table quicker. And that helped me to be financially free in seven years instead of ten. And that's why I say, don't, don't set it in stone. It's flexible. If something happens and you can improve that, go for that. Now, these two, those two, I'm going to now take them to this one year that we say potential power goals. So in my potential power goals, the first two, these I'm going to ignore completely. So I'll delete them. And I'm going to give you a tip. Remember, we're going to work on just one power goal. Okay, just one power goal. Otherwise, we're going to get confused. We can work on four goals, but those four goals, or even 10 goals, but those 10 goals must help us to get to our power goal. It must either help us physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. And for that reason, I like to try to include all of those in terms of my memetics into this so that it, I become that person that can have and make that power goal a reality. Also, what competencies must you have? By now we know competency is your skill sets, your applied knowledge and applied experience. In other words, what you're doing. And that is going to be on the different levels that you're at. And then what person must you become? In other words, who do I need to be in order to make that a reality? So now we can say the potential power goal number one and power goal number two. But we can only select, some of you may have five or ten, all right? Some of you may just have one at this stage. No problem. Whatever you've got, that is right. The moment that we go into go, the power goal that I'm going to work on, this is the way that I'm going to do in power goals. That's going to be your power goal, right? So you take it simple and you say, okay, this is the goal that I'm going to focus on. You meet it with this criteria and now you can start spending a lot more time on this specific one. So before you just glance on it, but now that you know, okay, this is the thing that I want. If I can achieve this in three years, this is going to be worth my while to spend the time and to spend the energy in order to make that a reality. I hope that makes sense. So there we've got it. And this is the process before we actually start with the process. This is the preparation, but this is going to save you a lot of time and a lot of effort. Right. So if you do have any questions, so your homework is actually very simple. Your action steps is to take these and follow these action steps and do exactly. I'm going to give you the Excel spreadsheet. You don't have to use it. Uh, it's just going to be a lot easier. Now, on your potential power goals, you're going to find that you've got 10 areas. You're going to take the 10 areas and you're going to follow the same process by saying, I'm only going to work with the highest. I'm not going to work with the list. And then out of that, you're going to start selecting. So you may find that the potential at, at this stage, yeah, at the potential, you may have maybe five or different, six different categories. So there's something in nature that's a 10 out of 10. There's uh, over a three year period. Uh, there's something in your body, you want to weigh a certain or you want to do a certain amount of push-ups or you want to run a marathon or the comrades or whatever, uh, that's a 10 out of 10. And then you may find 
that with technology you want to have a, a, a certain system that you wanted to build that's a 10 out of 10 and then in terms of physically i want a, a car uh, that may be a 10 out of 10 uh, you know within a three-year period so there may be a lot and out of that this will be a what is that one power goal if you set that goal and i promise you there's always something like that not always but most of the time what is that one thing that if you can achieve that over the next three years then the goals and the lists will automatically happen okay so that's a process and that's your 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 action step but I want you, if you do not get something, to please ask me the question. And then the rest of you, please try and see if you can answer that question before I'm answering it. Because that's the best way to learn, is if we start helping each other, but we start taking action. Because otherwise, why do we have the knowledge? So if you think that you can help someone, what if you're wrong? So flippin' what? We are close knit of of, of, of friends here and we are wealth creators and we want to help each other I will correct you don't don't the way that I see it and I may not even be right okay so it's just a process that is working for me and that's worked for me since 1987 okay so I really hope you enjoyed this I'm going to add a little bit more there's a little story that may give you some indication of of what's a goal and a power goal and the difference because if you're sitting sometimes with a lot of 10 tens and you only have to work on one uh, then what about the rest okay and uh, i'd like to do that uh, in a in a different lesson and that is the reason why this guy's here so i'll see you in the uh, not in a different lesson in the uh, the next part of this lesson so i'll see you there right now let's make this more practical this was my dream right so in 1982 when i got married to tanya one of the things that was on my list remember i wanted to be financially free and one of the things before financial freedom was to buy myself a porsche that was my dream and specifically that porsche 6.4 on from zero to 100 right that specific porsche i hope that you 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 can see it that was my dream okay in when i started looking at this in 1984 my wife bought me this book for my birthday present 1984 the 7th 16th that's my birthday why lift van your fro why she knew that this was my dream machine okay and one of the goals and i think it was to make motivate you but that car this car in 1984 82 when I set that goal or that I thought was a goal it was so way out that it wasn't even a 10 out of 10 it was like a the 10 out of 10 in terms of desirability but the difficulty rate was uh, well I there was no ways that it was so difficult that I could not even imagine how difficult it, it would be that was in 1984 in 87 I developed the Property Pro investment system and because of that I saw that within 10 years I would be in a position to be able to do this. So in 87 this was one of my goals and it was almost a power goal. In fact it was a power goal because I wanted to have this car. It was a 10 out of 10. 
in terms of difficulty. But in less than a year, because I now had a plan, when I reviewed this, I saw but the difficulty ratio that I thought was a 10 out of 10 in the beginning of this year, now a year later, it's not a 10 out of 10 anymore. In other words, it moved from a potential power goal down to just a goal. I hope you've got it, right? So it, it went down. And a year later, that was in 87, 88, that was in 89. When I looked at this, I thought, well, actually, I can already buy this thing if I buy it on credit. But I didn't want to do it because I'd said that I'll buy it cash. But suddenly it came down even further to a four. Right. Now, I hope that you can see now it's not even a goal anymore. Now it becomes a list. Right. The same, the same thing. Simply because I've decided in 87, what's the one thing that will make all the other things a reality? And that to me was to generate, well, I had the property and that, that was like safeguard. And I knew that if I could maintain that growth rate, I would be there. But I also wanted nice cars and stuff like that. This was my nice car at that point. But suddenly I find that this now becomes a list, right? Simply because of the time and because I'm growing as a person to make this a reality in terms of the income that I started to generate, right? In 1890, beginning of 90, my friend bought a Porsche, that Porsche that I showed you, right? And I took it for a drive. In 1990, I've already had my first BMW that I bought cash. When I got into that car, I thought, flip it. I don't want this car. This is the clutch. I mean, you have to use force to drive this thing. That back just want to get out. This is, this is not an easy car. This is not a fun car. This is an ego thing. It's got, there's no pleasure in driving this. You, and the wind resistance, you can't even hear. You have to, and the, even the radio is, is, is uh, compared to the, the BMW that I had. So immediately, guess what happened? I went back to the list and I dropped that straight down. And I say, if I can get one for free, one, one, that would be okay. But uh, I'm not going to give my life and work for that specific car. Of course, in the meantime, they've changed and, and stuff like that. But in 93, I was driving from the Kruger National Park back to Rustenburg between Witbank and Pretoria. I was driving and I saw I was driving in a 7 uh, uh, series uh, BMW and I saw in my mirror, I saw this spec, but I could see that I've never seen a car like that, right? So, and when I, I was doing 120 and this car was coming past me and it was this BMW, uh, 850. And the moment that I saw this car, I knew it's a 12 cylinder 850 BMW. I knew that's my car, not the Porsche anymore. So my desirability, 10. My difficulty ratio, well, I had to find out what the thing cost. But I saw, said, okay, if I'm going to give myself two years time, I'm sure that I'll be able to afford this car cash, right? By starting a new business or a business that can generate the cash in order to buy this car off the tax cash. And that's exactly what I did, right? And I then bought the car. Now, this little thing is, 
I told in 94, I told everyone that I'm going to buy because the business was going. I could see that I would be getting it. And my mother asked my wife, what do I need for Christmas and what do I want? And she said, they were in the shops, he wants this car. Okay, so my mother bought me this little toy car, a 850i BMW. And that then got its place and I started working towards that. Um, a little story that I can perhaps tell you, in the beginning of 94, I did a financial planning for one of my friends. He was in middle management at that stage. And I always asked ask the question, if we were to meet a year from now on, uh, what must have happened for you in order to say it was great. So he gave me all, all these one-year goals. And one of the goals was to become a senior manager. And he worked towards that and he thought that he would be able to achieve it. But then, and I think it was the first client that ever asked me, okay, but Donis, what are your goals? So I told him I want me to be top of the table, buy my first uh, commercial uh, property, uh, and I want to, to buy a 850 BMW cash and um, go overseas on a, on a trip and, and stuff. Right, so that was, um, and then I forgot about it. But in November, beginning of December, he phoned me and he said to me, uh, if I can review his situation, because in January he's, he's got that promotion and then he wants everything to be in place. So... I literally, I went there, did everything, and James walked out with me towards my car. And there was my red BMW. And he said to me, Flip, did you buy that car? I said, yes. I gave him the keys, and as he got into the car, he said to me, Honest, do you know that you're a rainmaker? I've never heard the terminology I asked. And I said, what's a rainmaker? He says, that's a person that can make it rain. If you said something, you can make it happen okay and that's where by the way the rainmaker terminology that skill set comes from it comes from james ferrara that said to me but honest you're a rainmaker and i thought about it because i i knew at that stage that i could take anything an idea a thought and convert that into matter and turn the matter into value and sell the value and get an enormous amount of money for that so i hope that this little story helped you to see that what you now perceive to be the ultimate is not necessarily going to be the ultimate. And it changed because as soon as you get, you become the person that can buy this thing cash, then it's no problem anymore. Okay? In the beginning, it's about the car. It was about this Porsche. Until I realized, but this is not really what I want. What I wanted, and luckily I picked that up, and hopefully this that I'm telling you can help you. I've picked that up before I actually went to buy that Porsche. Because in 84, we also made the decision not to buy anything on credit, right? Because we wanted to, to wipe our debt. Now, Tanya gave this to me in, in, in July, but in February 84, we decided that we're going to kill. So I knew that was a 10-10. Although at that stage, I did not know about the 10-10, and I did not about, know about power goals. That only came into, into realization in 1987. I really hope that this helped you a little bit. And maybe what I can ask you is to take an action step. And what's the breakthrough that you got from this last part? Remember, you've got a lot of, uh, let's call it homework, action steps that you need to take. And for this reason, it's Thursday. 
So you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we'll continue on Monday in week 10. Um, I hope that you found value in this. Now, I would love you, I would really love you to live your dream and to make that dream a reality and, and, live and, and get to a space where, where you can't even imagine that the dreams that you had before, that you can outpower them and that you can outdo them because everything that you need, you've got in you already in abundance. Right. This is only a guidance. And if you want to, to modify that or revamp it or add stuff or take stuff out, it's your life and it's your plan. But if you do not have a plan, that goal, that, that goal that's going to, to draw you, in other words, you, you can't force yourself. It has to draw you. If you haven't got that, then it's going to be very difficult to be successful because success is a progressive realization of a worthy goal. And that goal is not to have this car, my friend. The goal is to become the person that can buy this car or the next car or the next car or the game farm or the helicopter or the house or the properties or whatever you want to. That's the person that you truly, honestly want to become. Right, I think it's enough. Uh, enjoy this. Please give me feedback. Hi, welcome and welcome to lesson five of week nine. Uh, it's feedback time. I think I had a fabulous week. I hope that you had one as well. Uh, no sugar. Perfect. My weight. Fat loss. I feel happy with that. Uh, it's 90.1. My meditation, that's going great. In terms of my push-ups, I've tried something this week that I haven't tried ever before. And that was to see how many push-ups I could do with one. In other words, I took a lung full of air and without breathing out, I, I did a 63. Okay, so I feel happy with that. The stretching, that is going well. I'm looking a little bit more into yoga at this stage. I've done yoga, what I thought was yoga. Uh, but it seems to me that there's, like anything in life, the moment that you start diving into it, you're going to find there's a lot more. And uh, it seems to me from a spiritual point of view that, um, that yoga can be meaningful. Uh, but I need to investigate uh, quite a lot uh, the reasons why and so forth. But uh, so far... I'm quite impressed with, I can see that my stretching is, is uh, I'm getting more flexible. So uh, that is working. Um, in terms of Spanish, so I've put in a lot this week and I feel happy with my progress. Meditation, I did what I was supposed to do. And with the cryptos, that little uh, challenge that I've got, uh, things are heating up there. The one thing that I did not do, I did not work on the program. I said last week that I would start working on that. I decided uh, to rather make a new, bring out a new course where I'm going to explain it because it seems to me that there are some of my students on the Drake Crypto Strategy uh, that, that is not getting it and uh, Neta uh, asked me to perhaps do a quick course. So I set out a, a plan, actually it's, it's part of my, uh, I'd like to work with MindMath, but the, this is, uh, the first is a disclaimer why that's going to be step one, but uh, I'm going to bring it out in lessons. So um, 
why should you not invest in cryptos? And if you're going to invest in cryptos, what should you look for? Um, what is money? I, I, I think uh, the main reason why people do not understand cryptos is because they don't understand money and they don't see the flaws of money. That's why. So I, I brought in something about money, uh, the basic crypto investing training, uh, what is uh, Bitcoin, and then also the different classes, different categories of crypto assets, security, that's the most important part, then to open the accounts on the different exchanges, decide how much you're going to invest, explain uniform asymmetrical positioning, how that is going to work, the Dreyer crypto psychological indicator, then how to decide how many positions you're going to take up, then how to get your money onto the different exchanges, specifically, you know, in order to, to change that, in other words, the, the fiat money, then how to buy your first Bitcoin or Ethereum, and then how to send it to the other exchanges and how to buy altcoins on those exchanges, and then update on the Dreyer Crypto Strategy Portfolio. That is what you need to do once once you've, you've got the coins, how to do that. And then also the Dreyer Crypto Psychological Indicator to explain that. Register for communication on different exchanges so that you can get all the feedback. Then the wealth game and how that is going to work. That's what I thought that I would do this week, this past week. But it seems to me that that perhaps is going to be the last thing. And then, of course, maybe uh, additional wallets and advanced security. And uh, if you've got any questions regarding what you'd like to know, maybe you can ask that in this uh, in the comment section as well. And let me see if I can incorporate that. This is going to be then a course, and the course is going to go with the Dreyer Crypto Strategy. But then also for you, when we explain the wealth game, uh, that's where you're going to start to, to learn what I'm doing. Okay, so uh, that's that for this week. I hope you had an incredible week. Your action step, please give me feedback uh, in terms of what happened in your week and how's it going. And if there's any questions or comments or problems that you're encountering that you think that I can help you with. Um, right, so um, there's quite a lot of uh, action steps that you need to take in terms of the list, then to turn the list into what we call um, the, the goals. Uh, I've showed you how to do that and then the goal to the power goal. So by week 10, at least you must know what power goal you're going to work on. And, and please make sure that that power goal, uh, although we're going to go through the whole process uh, in next week, I, I want you to make sure that at least you know uh, when we start what to focus on, because otherwise uh, you'll have to scatter around to, to, to say, okay, but what is a power goal? And a power goal is that one goal that if you can achieve it within the next three years, that the majority of your your less than one year goals will become a reality. Okay, so um, I'll see you then in week 10.